Alright, this is Centaur Views. My name is No Sense. And this is Victoria. This is a podcast where two Sagittarius people come together and give their opinionated views on cultural topics. Disclaimer! You will be offended. <laughs> Don't at me. Alright, welcome to Centaur Views. This is No Sense. This your girl, Victoria. What's up? I'm so extra. Okay, um, <laughs> so of course y'all know to, if you're listening to us, please share, like, subscribe, and we are on Spotify. Anchor is who hosts our podcast, and also we are on the Apple Store. Follow us on IG and Facebook at Centaur Views, and also you can reach us at centaurviews at gmail.com if you have anything that you would like to talk about. Um, that's off the air and we can point you in uh, assistance, especially with medical, mental health right now. We are not any uh, experts. No, but we are advocates and we care. So we're just going to jump into our two cents for this week's show. Victoria, what's up? Okay, so I'm excited because there's approximately two weeks Two and a half weeks left until July 31st, which is the day that Beyonce drops Black is King on Disney+. Plus. Um, I'm anticipating this because I am a part of the Beehive and... Beyonce is a devil. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Very much. Um, and... Her um, Black Parade... I. Because, you know, well, I'm a Jay-Z fan also, of course. And Jay-Z, throughout his career, has talked about parades. And I just found it, like, so, I don't even know the word, to satisfying to hear her make a song called Black Parade. And then now she's dropping a whole nother movie. I'm, like, I'm really excited. Does this go inside with the movie, that Black Parade? Or... Yes, it okay. does. It does. It does. What's up? Well, so Disney I'm gonna have to get their subscriptions up for a good month or so. Uh, I gotta get my. I'm wait. I was going to go ahead. My kids wanted to watch Endgame. I was like, I was gonna sign up for a free trial of Disney Plus. I was like, I'm gonna wait until July 30th. Hold on, don't you have Hulu? They're not still running special with Hulu and Disney. I don't know. I got I too many subscribers together. I got too many subscriptions. Let me find that out too, cause I got um stars and HBO on Hulu, and my dad on Hulu bill was like thirty dollars the other day, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was so distraught. Like, what the fuck you mean, thirty something dollars for Hulu? Somebody about to get canceled. Insecure going out, so HBO about to get canceled. Oh wow. Okay, so we done with Beyonce. We never do it with for, Beyonce. For, for, for the two cents portion. Yeah. And she's not the devil. It's a it's a video I made. Um well my two cents is your ass too. At me. At me. <laughs> Beehive coming for your motherfucking ass. It's all right. As long as they stay six feet away. If my thing is um we need to appreciate our allies more. And that's coming off of the news of the Washington Redskins being pretty much forced to change their name. The Indian population in America um, 
did not cause this change. They were not, their voice was not respected or regarded enough in order to get this done. It took sponsors to go at the owner's neck and basically say that we're, you're going to lose out on money to accomplish this, which I applaud the companies that did that and the people that stood for that. Um, it still looks bad on the owner, but whatever. We changed something. And so we, I think with black people especially, we tend to be like, oh, fuck all white people, da 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 but we need to remember that we still are the minority. So when you have a person who is part of the majority um, as an ally who has a voice, it is a good thing. Um, it shouldn't be something that we ignore. Um, and we shouldn't even, and on the same, on the flip side of the coin, it shouldn't be something that we champion somebody simply because they want to do the right thing. Um, but we just need to know the importance of having allies, um, just like Jay-Z says, having a seat at the table, like <clears throat> we, everybody isn't fortunate enough to have that seat. So if there's somebody who has a seat that will represent us, um, I think that's very important. Hmm. Interesting take. So you think it was the Caucasians? That, um... I mean, it was the people who financially backed them. I'm pretty sure they were owned by Caucasians. No, I was just asking. I don't, I don't even know what sport the Redskins is. Football, NFL. Okay, yep. See, we ain't supposed to be watching that shit anyway. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. I, I just, me to me, with the NFL, I think it's something, something, I think, you think about it. Mm. The Patriots, Cam Newton, in today's time, we have a black quarterback for a team called the Patriots. You see my face? Like, they can't see my face, but you see my <laughs> face. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know Cam Newton. You Maybe. know who Cam Newton is. He, he dresses up like a yes. woman? Okay. Yeah. But he, as a black quarterback. Um, so he, he's the only black quarterback no, ever? No. Oh, okay. But um, he's he can do it all. He's Mike Vick, but bigger, basically. Like he's fast, he's strong, um, but to take Brady and move him to another team, and now have Cam as your face of the Patriot, it's something there, and I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. We'll see <laughs> when the season plays out. But it, it's crazy because somebody also sent me a meme. I think, and I shared it on Facebook. About there were out of the fifteen champions in wrestling, eleven were people of color. Okay, so I know more about wrestling than football. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, they they have a U.S. champion, mm-hmm. and it is um his name is Apollo Cruz. He is from his dad and mom are from like they're African. Um, he's from Georgia, but he's from African descent. So it's kind of it's like you don't know like are they doing it now to placate, or are they Seeing his talent, you know, and rewarding him. Why do people worry more about the intent than than the message that's come across? And that's what I'm saying. With 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 Cam and the football, mm-hmm. this could be bigger, you know, just because of the fact that this is now going to be the face of America's team, mm-hmm. quote unquote. So the Patriots is Patriots is. The... I mean, they named the Patriots. Oh. oh. <laughs> Look at synapses connecting right there. <laughs> uh, so I, I just I just said Captain America. But... <laughs> uh, 
Don't you trust kids? <laughs> 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 All right, we're gonna get back to the show, yo. All right, so this week's show is gonna be on. I don't even know what we're calling it right now, but we're like, dear younger self, for for now. You gonna take it and make it your own. So for right now, is we talking to our younger selves. Um, I want to know. We met each other like well into our adulthood. What were you like when you were eighteen years old? Uh-huh. Who's Latravis? <laughs> <laughs> I was never Latravis. <laughs> um, but you no are. sense was unheard of at the time. That was a persona that I wasn't thinking about. Um, Stand-up wasn't anything that was... uh, It wasn't something I tried or was interested in. Mm -hmm. I was very much a drama kid. Um, I was... I guess you could say I was one of the popular kids. Um, I had my circle. Mm Mm-hmm. But I was very much as I am now. You couldn't hold, you couldn't label me. Like, I didn't eat with the drama kids. I didn't, my friends was in ROTC and played football, but I didn't hang out with their crew. It just was like the four of us and we did whatever. Um, And I actually was uh, offered to go to University of North Carolina for School of Arts. Mm-hmm. But I went to governor school and um, I fell in love with writing. Um, so I was writing. I ended up doing a talent show where I rapped and I wrote a play. And so um, my I always wanted to be on stage. But then I knew I found out at 18 that I had a talent at writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw the the money and what you can make behind the scenes. Um, so writing became a, a outlet for me. Um, and it would it'd be weird because you would, people would say, I'm not, I don't want to say you that you're a bad actor, but you're just that good of a writer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't, I was raised to be proud of who I am. I still was the pro-black, as pro-black as I am now. Mm. Um, but I wasn't as, I guess I wouldn't be, I wasn't as vocal, um, cause at the time I was dating a girl who was white. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course you can't just <laughs> go around. <laughs> hey, now you yeah. can, but um, back then I doubt it. Yeah. What year was that? Um, I was 02, 2002. And, uh. Damn, nigga, you go. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I was at. Pretty much average student. Um, I wasn't being treated for ADHD at that time. Mm-hmm. So it's like English was my shit. Like, Most definitely. Um, but if I wasn't interested in it, I either. I, I, I fell asleep in class numerous times. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I was one of those. I say my best one of my best friends wrote in my yearbook. He was like. You gonna be the next Fresh Prince because that was my style. I was funny, okay, um, but right. I was I was good at acting and I was good at rapping. Okay, Fresh Prince, um, <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> but that's how that's you know that was the persona 
that I went, you know, I wasn't. I'm buggy because of the whole <laughs> shit that just happened. Yeah, nowadays. <laughs> um, oh, man. But, yeah, so I was kind of full of myself. I was a little cocky kid. Mm, that's the Sagittarius uh, straight, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I had, um, I kind of had a, uh, uh, what do you call that? A uh, rumor when I was in high school that followed me. What? Spill the deets. No, because then people going to know that it's not a rumor. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> do I want to know? I mean, no, I do want to know. What what was it? Don't make me have to call some classmates. <laughs> no, it was a, um, it was a rumor that um it was funny because it took on such a life of itself that it had its own name. Um they called it Stroke of Midnight. Oh. And so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so the rumor was that um I basically had sex with this girl into causing her to have a stroke. Oh shit! So I was offered a lot of girls' virginity. Oh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Ain't> shit! <laughs> but I was a decent enough person to know that I didn't want to take it if it, like, if that's what it was for. It was just so you could say you, I wouldn't. They, I had to really like feel a girl to do something like that. Really. No, I'm honest. I, I was not a dog like that. You ran through them at all? In my 20s. Oh, okay. Wait, no, oh, not, not in high school? Nah. I, I mean, and I've always been like that. Um, I think when I got older, that's when I realized, like, you didn't have to, you know, like, feel a certain type of way just for sex. But when I was younger, like, I waited until, oh. like, I was in a deep relationship for my first time. So, like, being with somebody at that point... That's sweet. It just meant something more. You so stupid. You gonna make me feel embarrassed. But, <laughs> but I, I was, I was a dreamer. Of course you were. Yeah, I was a, definitely a dreamer. Um, I'm more realistic now. I'm, I've st- I'm still a dreamer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely know. I can. I plan for the future now more than I would have. Yeah. Mm. I can see that. So what were you like at 18? Wild. (laughs) (laughs) I was wild a little bit. Just just like wild. Uh, 18, Victoria was very ambitious. Uh, She was uh, stubborn. Like, I felt as if I could... I was also a dreamer. I felt like I conquered the world. I remember... um, being so fucking active, I was in every goddamn thing. I was in new. I was on the newspaper. I was in. I had just quit band the year prior to because I wanted to work, and the band director <laughs> was like, uh, "I remember this white dude had skipped out on band camp with my homie." Um, <laughs> I but he had like church camp or something, so he had to skip out <laughs> band camp and. The band director, because he was the only, he was like the first chair tuba. And yeah, shut up now. Don't, don't stop. (laughs) He was like first chair tuba. And I played the tennis saxophone. I was the only one to play tennis saxophone. No, it was the girl that played tennis sax, but she came from clarinet to tennis sax. 
So I was still number one, of course. Um, but that what year, what did you play? The recorder. Sa- fuck oh. you, tenor saxophone <laughs> in the marching and marching band. But that year, not surprised. Fuck you. Um, the year prior to that. I wanted to work. I was like, I can't make it to band camp because I'm working through the summer. And he was like, if you don't come to band camp, you can't play. And I was like, fuck you. So I was very much a rebel. But uh, still, I was in, like I said, newspaper band. No, I wasn't in band at 18. I was in beta club, Spanish club. I had, it was a bunch of clubs I was in, and I was always doing something after school. Uh, I worked my ass off. I just, when I got 18, I just knew I was grown, like grown, grown. <laughs> I had my own job. I was making my own money. I drove my grandma purple van. <laughs> but you did that out of being wanting to, right? Yeah. No, I didn't have to work. See, yeah. When well, I was 18, I did all of that out of necessity. I had to okay. The what prompt? I I I worked since I was a kid. Like I babysat. That was my first job. I was babysitting, and then I worked at a daycare uh, with the Columbia Urban League. Um, maybe tenth grade. I think it was tenth grade, and then I wanted a cell phone. And my mom was like, "Nah." So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go get me a job and buy my own goddamn cell phone. So big ball of me, I went and bought me a cell phone at 17, I mean 18, and bought my sister one. Um, Paid our bills and everything. (laughs) No, I paid my bill. I just bought her. I put it in my name. That was my first Sprint account. Boy, I just knew I was doing something. Um, Like I said, I was ambitious. I was, I graduated, uh... At 18, but when I, th- I think I graduated top 25, by then, by 12th grade year, I was so boy crazy, ain't shit changed, <laughs> like, ain't no damn thing changed, I was boy crazy, I had just broke up with my boyfriend, because I was like, the year before, cause I was like, I'm about to go to school, I'm about to be somebody, I can't be sitting around, <laughs> you and you ain't doing because he was a year ahead of me he wasn't looking like he was doing shit with himself so i was like nah this is not gonna happen um ended up still fucking around with some no good (laughs) nigga um who was i i was i was not as pro-black i was well aware of my blackness but because i was so, so friends with so many white kids i just knew the world had changed yeah yeah, so I was very vocal about how uh, different the world had been. Cause I remember getting in an argument with my dad about how I ain't never experienced racism. and. But I think, too, when we were at that, because how, when you were 18 and... 12th grade. No, the year. 2006. I don't think that we really... I don't think racism, of course, it didn't go away, but I don't think it came came as blatant again until like when Obama got back. You know? Oh, most definitely. So to us, it really it wasn't as out there as kids, you know, who are going through. Yeah, it now. I knew it was something different. 
Like I saw, I saw the prejudice. I saw the 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 way because it's like when I was in class with the white kids, like we used to leave school, go to Walmart. This girl buying fucking diet pills. There was what was that Amber Nicole with the. And uh, Nicole Smith. Yeah, she had that. What is that? Um, oh, what is it? Nutri? No. Nutri something. Yeah, something like she that. She buying, because I was 18, I had to buy. <laughs> you had to be 18 to buy diet pills. And she show you how bad they were. <laughs> right. You were 18, so we would go to sneak out and go get um, diet pills because she thought she was fat, so I had to buy them for her. It was like the white kids, it was crazy because the white kids, I was in newspaper. And the newspaper coach um, teacher was also the chili the coach, and she's I don't even put her business out here, but um, she her family was her husband was really rich, and I I'm from Camden, and there's some old money in Camden, like mm. uh, these motherfuckers old gas stations and oil rigs and shit, <laughs> like they own the Carolina Cup land and all that. These the motherfuckers I went to school with. So the teacher, she didn't, she let the kids do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. So I was cool with my white kid, my white friends like that. But, um, and black people, we was hood. I, w- I wouldn't say I was popular, but I knew everybody. I think people was aware of me. They thought I was quiet and, and um, smart. Which, that wasn't you wrong. You know, it's funny because people still, um, like Tashana has a friend who her brother went to school with me, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, Trey, yeah, he's very smart." And Tashawn was like, "That's the first thing," and mm-hmm. you know, so even though like I like I just I was part of everything, so it would be talent shows, and I'd be doing dance, and you know, I'd be dancing or whatever, and we would pop lock and Harlem Shake was big back. Then. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, we would stop in the halls and have dance battles. Um, it like like you say, it was just one of them things where you just kind of was out there, mm-hmm. and you wasn't like known to be the person that everybody, but people just knew you. Yeah, I was known, but I wouldn't say I was popular. I, everybody knew me, and I knew everybody because one of my family, and um, a lot of them I, I went to school with since I was little, and I know um, at eighteen I was just trying to be free. Like, oh my god. I wish I had the ambition and the and the balls I had when I was eighteen. Like I had some gall. I remember telling my mom, I was like, "Look, I'm spending the night with this dude." My mom was like, "Who the fuck are you talking to?" <laughs> and I was like, "She was like, oh, you trying? Oh, you think you grown, girl?" And I, I, I'm surprised my mom was like the shit out of me. Like, but she was like, "Okay, bet, bet, boy." Eighteen, I could do. You couldn't tell me shit. Like I could, I was trying to. Work. My sister and I are eighteen months apart. Like eighteen months and eighteen days, she's younger than me, and she was always my shadow. And by the time I got um, about sixteen, and I'll, I'll start smelling myself, and, and the boys start smelling me. <laughs> I was just trying to break free. Like I was just, I just wanted to be free from my cousins. From because all of us are a year apart and I'm the oldest, so they all wanted to follow me or they wanted to be around me and wanted me to play with them. And I'm like, nah, I got I got some grown shit. I just knew I was grown. Mm. I ain't even know what the fuck I was doing. 
but that was Victoria 18. Smart though, smart. Yeah. But I forgot I was um driving for a second. <laughs> so what were your like, do you remember your dreams and your fears at that age? Um, my dreams was to be famous pretty much. Um, how so? I wanted to be an actor. Okay. Uh, I, like, I, I remember going to like auditions and commercial, you know, and they say, we're looking for such and such for a commercial. And you go and I went to like modeling classes and actually modeled like lingerie once. <laughs> At 18? Yes, like I, um, like, I'm in the club with a bunch of old women, like, walking around with some boxes and a robe. Can't, okay. Can't drink in that. <laughs> if y'all got pictures of it, please post them. I want to see this embarrassing. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't embarrassing. Oh, my um, God. Of course. No shame. <laughs> Man, I had abs back then, so I was good. <laughs> and, uh, like, that was my thing. Like, I was, like I said, I had started rapping when I went to governor school. So, um, me and the guy... He went to a different school, um, but he went to the, the mm -hmm. School of the Arts with me. We had formed a group, and uh, he actually, um, he started a hip-hop club at his high school. Um, that still goes on today. That's awesome. And um, so we we started, and a lot of the stuff, and it's funny because a lot of the stuff that we were rapping about um, was very honest and truthful. Mm -hmm. We were told time and time again, nobody wants to hear that. Um, Damn. Because we, I mean, we didn't rap about like money, cars, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. We didn't come from that. We rapped about like struggling, um, being black in America, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people like it's gonna be hard, you know, when you're going in a talent show where little kids is rapping about they doing Bow Wow songs and stuff like that. And oh, so, I love these from Bow Wow. That was my so group. you come in, uh, you know. And, uh, Poor tasting man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was my thing. Like, I just, I worked. And then, man, if YouTube was around back then, <laughs> mm. like, if the internet was as big of an instrument, a tool, um, social media, I, I should say internet was out, but social media was as big as a tool then, um, I probably would have went further with it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was my dream. My biggest fear is that probably dying without achieving anything. Mm, that's still a fear. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's now, I, 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 as I've grown, um, more I've I've touched base with things to know that if I die tomorrow, people knew that the people that I love, they know that I love or. You know, I don't. I don't feel like I did anything wrong to somebody. Um, with I then, know. I was not. I was burning bridges. <laughs> you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, fuck that bitch. Oh yeah, eighteen. I lost a lot of friends at eighteen. Yeah, Ooh. so I was burning a lot of bridges and just doing things for self. Um, so that was that was my biggest fear is that something would happen. Oh, I'm um, self-righteous. And just have <laughs> regrets. And then my dream, like I said, was to be famous. Um, and it it went different. Um, cause it was rapping, then it was acting. Mm. So it's kind of like, um, it's got me to being, doing comedy. Like people just kept saying like, you're naturally funny. Why don't you try that? Like you mm -hmm. did everything else. Um, and so like, I guess the dream never really stopped. Um, but 
And that was like my only thing. That was my only concern then was just to be famous, rich, and not even to change anybody's life, just change my life. <laughs> like, now I, I would use I my was money. self-righteous. Nah. But see, I, now my money would be used to, I, I would give back. Mm. Um, I would invest in my community Damn, and my that's people. us flip. Because <laughs> I ain't giving back until I get. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like that's how, like my, my value is going to be what I can leave. Oh, I, I know. Like, I get yeah. it. No, I'm I'm just bullshitting. Um, yeah, I share some of those same fears now. <laughs> <laughs> at 18, my dream, I had modest dreams that I, I just wanted to be a teacher and save the world. Well, saving the world was not modest whatsoever. I just knew I was going to save the fucking world because the world needed me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to be a teacher. Really? I wanted to be a teacher so I can affect the youth. I was like, older people, I, even back then, I knew older people cannot change. It's the youth that you have to invest in. I knew it back then. That motto has not changed because me, but the only thing that has changed from that dream to now is that back then, I wanted everybody to come with me. And unbeknownst to me, my biggest fear was leaving everybody behind. After 18, 19, 20, when I like look back on the person I became, I didn't want to detach from my family, my hometown or nothing. Like I, I was, my, my dream scared the shit out of me. So I made myself small and just settled. Mm -hmm. And that was not, and I, I fought, I battled with a whole bunch of depression and guilt and resentment years after that, because I felt like I sold myself way too short. Now, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> I had some karmic shit that, uh, that I had to take care of, but, uh, that, uh, yeah, I just wanted to be a teacher. Now you can't pay me to be in nobody's classroom, even though I'm going to homeschool my kids this year, <laughs> but, um, mm -mm. people and they children, they got, got something going on. Like, people don't know how to, people fucked up. A lot of people had kids and they ain't supposed to have none. Like, I wanted to be a... It's a lot of messed up people having messed up babies. It's a lot of people that... Uh, children having children. Yeah. Um, I wanted to either teach... I went to Winthrop. I got accepted Winthrop and chose Winthrop because, one, it was the um, best... It's the best education school in, in the South. And I wanted to... Um, I majored in early childhood, but then I thought I was geared towards special education... Because um, I knew that there was a need and demand for it. Uh, but yeah, that was me and my dreams and fears. Why you said wow when I said I wanted to be a teacher? Because there's nothing like what you want to do right now. Oh, okay. I was say, come on, come with it. What you knew for sure when you was 18? And I know for sure. Yeah, what did you know for sure? I believed in self. I believed that I was talented. I believed I was the best at whatever I did. Uh -huh. Um, Same thing I believe today. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that's something that was instilled with, in, to you as a child? Or is it something that was ingrained from school? Like, um, did you have family influence? or your? I think both. Um, and I've said it to both my dad and my mom. Um, they've never not supported me in anything. Mm. Um, I would tell them what I wanted to do. 
and it was never a you can't um it was always i see you in the crowd like um that when i was a rapper both my parents came and saw me of course doing comedy both of them seen me do it when i was in plays they seen me do it um so they supported everything that i did um so i never felt like i couldn't but then also i had teachers who saw things in me mm. um so and that's the thing like you were saying like teachers can change like for the governor school opportunity um i was the first kid from my school in 25 years to even get accepted the last person coincidentally was my aunt and she was the first black president of the drama club at oh wow at um so when i did it um because it was such of a big deal i got a pay they paid everything the community paid for everything um so i ended up going there with money in my pocket because i had a overage of money hmm. um and so and then my english teacher wanted me to go to school for English lit. Mm. So he could because he enjoyed my writing. Mm. So it, it was it was both family as well as the community as far as teachers, um, who saw something. Um so as far as failure at that point because everybody else believed in me, mm -hmm. um, I was the only person that could fail myself. I agree. I was similar in the case that, um, like, I believed in myself. That's what, that's what, that, that ate me up in my 20s. How I knew how ambitious I was. <laughs> like, and I was so disappointed in myself. Like, I knew my capabilities. Like, 18, you couldn't tell me shit. I remember even telling this dude, <laughs> it just, in all aspects, like, newspaper i remember they were so i re wrote an article i think it was an editorial about something and my my teacher was like i didn't know you can write so well i'm like bitch you you don't know me at all like <laughs> just because i'm quiet don't mean it i i don't i ain't that nigga like <laughs> even back then i knew i was that nigga I, and like i said i remember telling this dude like if i wanted you i could have you i was low-key pulling dudes like that's how a relationship started in high school my homeboy said, if you can pull her, you can pull anybody. And so I made it my my duty. And so after I got her, he was like, yep, I never deny you. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, 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 I feel you on that. Like, I was pulling dudes. Like, I ain't even like dude. I, me and my best friend at the time had stopped talking because I ain't even like the dude. But I had pulled him a little bit. Like, we was talking and shit, but then I was like, I don't really, I didn't find him attractive at all. Everybody thought he was fine, and I was like, he ain't cute. But I just did it because I, I could. <laughs> like, and then I found out that she was, like, low-key. She had gave him her number, and I was like, bitch, I'll beat your ass. Like, I'll beat your ass. You don't even fucking know me. I think, I was taking classes at Central Carolina then. Because I didn't have a math. Yeah, that is right. I was taking classes at Central Carolina because um, I had, I could have graduated early, but I didn't want to. I wanted to stay in school with everybody, so. I feel you on that one. Huh? I feel you on that one. Yeah. It wasn't, because I had a homegirl that she, uh, she had got pregnant and she 
like finish this first half first semester and then she wouldn't at school and i was like i don't want to do that like i want to be i want to be in the mix yeah. <laughs> like she went at school for the second semester and then she graduated with us and was like but you missed that all on the fun shit like passing notes in the hall like laughing at this teacher like like it was um yeah um and didn't something happen uh, all the days that you didn't show up with Yeah, Yes, always something popped out. I remember when, because uh, the high school in Canada is right next to the jail. And the, um, people ran got out of jail and we was outside. <laughs> like, nigga, why are we outside? <laughs> why are we outside? I remember I went to Atlanta for a birthday. And the day, like, we had beef with this group of guys. And it all started because of me. Mm-hmm. And I Your come mouth? back. Huh? Your mouth? Somebody girl, something, oh. but then my mouth, yes. <laughs> but for some reason, like apparently they was lined up on the wall, and I guess they was waiting on me to come, but I never came. So one of my homeboys, like he couldn't take it no more, and he was just like, you know what, fuck all y'all. <laughs> so like the cops had to come and like oh my separate God. him, and I'm like, why would it pop off when I'm not there? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Like I I was so sure of myself, I knew Victoria could do anything and that i ninth grade year my cousin died on my birthday he was a year ahead of me and 10th grade year it was like band it was all band like and that's when i i got fine fine too i lost all the chip that that the child weight <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing and then 11th grade year like that's when i got started working so 12th grade year i just knew I was the shit with my little my little skirts on. Still wear little shorts and shit with all the thighs out. Um, I'm a mess. I was so boy crazy at 18. Oh my god, I had niggas. Oh, yes, the niggas. I digress. Um. <laughs> Because I had to think, I was like, I don't want to talk to nobody from Candy. So I went, I, I was like all the way out in the, in the other surrounding areas. My, uh, what was your, like your biggest heartbreak or failure? A moment, a trouble moment? Or did you have any? Um, my graduation day was probably my biggest heartbreak. Oh. Um, and it was, it stuck, it affected me. Um, it affected me until I graduated. Yeah, it affected me everything. Um, there was a mix-up. And it was like a paper that was like 75% of our grade. And we were partners with people. And my partner got an a, a. I got an incomplete. Damn. <laughs> so we were going through this whole thing of trying to prove that, you know, I did this because there's no way that he could have gotten a grade and I didn't. So the paperwork ended up going in um, at the 12th, the 11th hour. And when I went to graduation, um, I wasn't on one of the ladies' papers. And so they pulled me out of line. Um, so, like, Dang. my grandma was there, my granddad was there, like, all my, all my family, whatever. And so... Um, you know, they started noticing, like, I don't see them. And then mm -hmm. they called my name. And then, okay, 
And that's the thing was, why would you call my name if I wasn't supposed to be on the, you know? Walking. Yeah. Oh. So, and that's the thing. I wasn't on her list, just her list. Mm. I was still on the thing to graduate. Um, and so when that happened, um, like, I would, like, even my cousin would be like, you was grandma's favorite. Like, because mm-hmm. I was named after my grand, like my dad, mm-hmm. my granddad's only son. I was the first born. So I was named, you know, after them. So kind of had more of a connection with them. Um, and so that, that, that broke my heart because my grandma passed before she could ever see me graduate mm-hmm. from something. You know, she wasn't there for my college graduation. So it was like that opportunity for her to see me walk across the stage mm-hmm. um got taken away because of no fault of mine mm-hmm. um so that 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 broke my heart and it's like i said it's to even when i graduated from college like that was all i could think about was she wasn't here this was a graduation that she's to the scene mm-hmm. because i never got to do it um so yeah that was my biggest heartbreak at 18. damn i mean they tried to make it right i got some scholarship money and my own little ceremony at the library. But, I mean, it's nothing like, you know. Yeah, you can't do some shit like that at the graduation. Damn. Mine wasn't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of. Kind of it it is, really. I just, now I kind of, I'm over it. But uh, I remember my dad, when I was 17, my dad got into this really bad accident where he was like paralyzed for a moment like from neck down uh i've heard many stories about how but nonetheless he was paralyzed and um he had got into yeah he got into an accident and then he got disability he learned how to walk and all this stuff so this is like a year 17 I was in 11th grade when it happened. So the next year, following year, he was walking, walking with a cane and everything. But then he got this disability settlement. And this nigga got like bands, like 30 bands. And I'll, I asked him to, I think I asked him to help me with my senior fees. For high school. For high school. Um, so, because I'm like, nigga. You mean this shit out? Like, up until this point, my mom and, the, and my granddad did all this other stuff. Like, and I'm working, so I can I can put money on it too, but at least you $200, $300. Come on, my dude. He was like, nah. <laughs> and I, I was livid. I remember going into the cafeteria when it happened and, like, fucking, I flipped out. I don't know why I... Took it out on the people at my at school, but I was pissed and so angry at him. I I cursed this. I remember calling him all kinds of motherfuckers like this bitch ass nigga. Like all you mean? I I bought my own prom dress. I bought uh I I wasn't asking nobody for shit. I bought my own prom dress. I remember buying. Um, my, me and my sister's cell phones getting it turned on in my name, getting um, bought dinner because I I had a date for prom, senior prom, but he was younger than me, and he was supposed to be going with my other friend, but he she she wanted to go with somebody else. I was like, you know, that's fucked up. <laughs> 
So I took him anyway, but um, yeah, he I I paid for dinner, put gas in my cousin's car because we all just rode with this big ass Lincoln, probably. <laughs> I don't even remember. Um, senior fees, graduation, like I paid for hotels for Sun Fun, and I was I'm like, all I'm asking you to do is two hundred dollars on this bitch, but he said no, and I was. Just solidify my hatred to, for him. Because <laughs> I mean, my daddy have... I'm the oldest. So, I've been around the longest to see the bullshit. So, I don't I don't cut him no slack at all. And, yeah, that that just pissed me off. I was like, nigga. And then, because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but when you get disability, your children's supposed to get a check also while they're in high school or while they're in school. But because I was 18... They they didn't give me I think they gave me a couple hundred dollars and I was like, What the fuck? I was I was like, nigga, you can't like I remember. I was he supposed to buy I think he was supposed to buy some glass me some glasses and I was just like, Man, fuck you and your glasses. But I think I did get them. I don't remember. Um Yeah, but that's it. Like my heartbreak was not my sister had a similar we got there late at my sister's graduate because she graduated a year after me. And we got there late, and we had to sit in the in the lobby because they had already closed the door and watched her on the TV screen. And I think that that bothered her a lot. Yeah. I was like, at least y'all got to see it though. Yes, we did yeah. get to see her walk across stage, but imagine giving like that's giving foul. the keys to a new car to somebody, and that they it's, it's like you want to be grateful for yes, it, and it's but... just like that cloud that hung over everybody head that whole day. Mm. And like that was the first time Please like my family your mama, met uh, your mom cussing people out. Um my aunt <laughs> like everybody everybody else was like checking each other. Mm-hmm. But um on my dad's side all of my all of his sisters work in the school system. So one of my aunts kind of just was like okay, like that's what helped like my dad um, because he was my, you know, they need, of course you want a parent to represent. So my dad and one of my aunt who was a, I think she was a superintendent. She worked for the district at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they met up with the school and, mm-hmm. um, it was how they were going to make it right. And then also, um, they changed certain things in for the future. So it won't happen again. Mm. Um, so to me. That's the be- that's the best thing that came out of it. Mm-hmm. It's no, it it did it wouldn't have been able to happen to somebody, you know. That's foul. Um, and that's if you want to come out looking, you know, at the the silver lining, <laughs> but it's not really because the way out, I school was easy for me, but I still got good grades and me because I know I I was like trying to stack up. I when I say I I can't even remember all the shit that I did, but I remember my College application looks great. And if I did not, all that hard work, I know I fucking did on weekends and after school, saying, <laughs> and they didn't call my motherfucking name, I would have told, made sure I would have sick my aunt on their ass. And you, you know, coming back, they knew my aunt name by first name because of my, how bad my cousin was <laughs> in school. Uh, who was your biggest or who, did somebody inspire you or influence you for the better? At that point, like, who's your bi- biggest influence? Um, at that point, mm. 
I find it funny because of what you wanting to be a teacher and why you said it. Mm-hmm. But at that age, my biggest influences were three teachers. Really? Um, it was my English teacher uh, and my drama teacher as far as my high school teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, like my high school teacher was the one that pushed me to try. It was I was only male to try out for governor school at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was the last one to get notified because when I did it, um, I had moved from my mom to my dad, so all my mail was still going to my mom's house. So I didn't get my letter as soon as everybody. So everybody else had found out that they didn't make it. Um, so my mom, she read the letter, but she brought it to school on my lunch. And um, so she didn't ruin, you know. And so I took it to her, and um, I said, yeah, I didn't. So she read it. And, you know, you know, it'd be like, we're, and so it said, we are happy to, and so she, like, the way, you would think I was one of her children, mm. like, um, you know, she, like, she was like, okay, this is happening, we're going to, I'm going to make sure that when you're not, there's not going to be any issue for you going, money, while anything. Um, she came to see me when they had, like, visitors day, um, and mind you, this school was in, like, Greenville, so she came all the way from Hopkins, like, um, in a car to come see me just for a couple hours. Um, my English teacher, um, I went back to speak to the kids. They had a, uh, um, artist appreciation day. Mm-hmm. So it was people who worked. So yeah, actor, I did a, um, I represented comedy. We had comic book drawers, you know, uh, DJ Prince Ice was there for mm-hmm. radio and he was still there and he remembered me. And he was saying, like, I always knew that you were going to be able to do something with words. And that's what, like, that's someone who told me, like, he wanted me to go to school for English Lit. But um, in governor school, we, it was like, you ever seen Fame, the movie Fame? Or the, okay. Mm-mm. Well, basically, the School of the Arts is, um, I went to the summer pro- program. The summer program is for juniors and seniors in high school. So, um I went for drama, but you had people who took art, um, chorus, singers, uh, ballet, dance, stuff like that. In drama, you have to do everything. You mm-hmm. have to learn how to write. You have to learn how to dance because um, basically they're preparing you for Broadway. Mm-hmm. So we had a teacher who taught um, acting as well as uh, jazz dance, and it was his first year. He was a black teacher. And like I said, I was the only one from my school, and I was the only black male in the drama program. Um, a lot of the kids came from Sumter. Um, and, of course, <clears throat> as far as Sumter, that, that's more of a sports town. We mm-hmm. talk about black kids. So the kids that were part of that program were predominantly white. Um, and, like, the second to last day before we um, the program was over, um, he took me aside and we had to talk. And he said... Um, and mind you, he's been, he was on like Sister Sister, mm-hmm. General Hospital. Like he did shows. Like he, mm-hmm. you know, um, this was just his way of giving back. And he said, um, I came here to try it out. But um, when I saw you, you made the decision that I want to work here. I'm coming back. And he said, and I see something special in you. And he's like, and you're black. He said, so right there, you're going to stand out. He's like, but believe he's like just believe in yourself like i believe in you um and just like both of the other teachers were white and i don't put 
nothing against the fact that what they say didn't mean, mm-hmm. but being from coming from a black man, mm-hmm. it meant <clears throat> it meant a lot. Um, because for one, he was the only black male teacher there, mm-hmm. and then I'm the only black male student. Um, so for him to believe that I can be anywhere close to what he was or more than that, um, it allowed me to um, have a confidence um, going back because um, it was right before my senior year, um, going back in school and focusing on after school. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think, you know, teachers are very important. You know, celebrities, we can say, oh, they, they was, you see them, but it's the people that work with you and they see you when they speak. It just right. resonates a little bit deeper. Wow. That's deep. 18. Who am I? <laughs> I, I all of my influential teachers, um, now I'm gonna give him credit. I oh, had, can I add one more? Go thing? ahead. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna shout her out because we friends on Facebook too. Mm-hmm. Um, but is my drama teacher name was Miss Cooper. Um, and in the yearbook she had put, "Don't forget about the little people when you're on stage winning your award." Um, but I saw her like years later, and she asked me what I was doing. Um, no, it wasn't even years later. It was. It was like a couple months after high school. Mm-hmm. And she said, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm at McDonald's. And she said, no. What are you doing? And I said, I, I'm, I'm at McDonald's. She said, no, you flipping burgers. That's not what you was put on earth to do. Damn. Um, so, like, when I found my voice in comedy, like, that was part of what pushed me. Mm-hmm. Because it was, if she can see it and she isn't my teacher anymore, mm-hmm. then I have to be, this is something that I have to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, that, that, that conversation and to her, it, it wasn't a lot. Like I had said something about it on Facebook and she was just like, she didn't know, you know, to remember uh, it. Um, well, she remembered it, but she didn't to her. It just didn't, oh, okay. you know, but to me, that was like my turning point in deciding not to stop. Quit. That's good. Yeah. So I had to share that story just cause it, it, it meant a lot and how important teachers are. That's awesome. I why do I want to say I had did I miss Martin? That might have been eleventh grade year. I don't um I don't remember. I know Miss Speaks, not Miss Speaks, Miss Timmons, my Spanish teacher. I re, um because I took Spanish all four years of high school, so I was in Spanish four, and I think we had maybe four. I was the only black person, only black girl. Um, we had Jason. I forget David. Maybe that, it was only four of us in there. That's crazy. Ninety fucking minutes. Four of us in the goddamn class. Everybody was like, "Oh, Spanish four is hard because you gotta speak Spanish the whole time." And we really, we did, and we didn't, and. Um, I, I just haven't heard um, I don't know I guess just seeing the other side of her I don't know I Miss Timmons was alright she was alright she wasn't everybody may seem like she was this bitch but she really wasn't she really 
There's a lot of teachers. But not, by the time I got to twelfth grade, I realized there was a lot of teachers that that everybody thought was hard really wasn't. I think Miss Brewer was. Um, I ain't giving these hoes no daggone their props. My my biggest influence was my friends. <laughs> I'm gonna be one thousand percent honest. Like Chantel, shout out to Chantel. That is my ride or oh, motherfucking die in twelfth grade because I lost a lot of friends <laughs> that year. Better be some bitches ass. Like <laughs> now, one of them lied on my sister, and I don't play that shit. I did not play by my sister back then. Yeah, I lost like two friends, two, and those are two of my, yeah, two of my main friends. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't with it, but my, the other ones, yeah, we we did we 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 ran city of Camden down. <laughs> like we had, I had the best second semester of my high school year. That that we was just out there like partying every weekend. We in the boys' faces. We was just doing some ratchet ass shit with my ratchet ass friends, and it was it was lovely. It caught up with me though. <laughs> it caught up with me. Trying to fall in love and shit. <laughs> Ain't got no damn business. But no, I, I I I'm trying to think of who. Yeah, by the time I got to twelfth grade, yeah, I was already. So full of myself, I was that sure, but I didn't. My friends, those people allowed me to be free, and that was like the most freeing. Cause with the death of Marcus and losing Ben and all and working, like it just that that was the best year because it was just we just went out and had fun, like every chance we could get. We ready to fight, like we. <laughs> to get lynching fucking charges my sister talking to this dude and he had a and he had a girlfriend or something that we piled up in the fucking van and went down the country trying to beat bitches ass pulling over people's house like we had no damn sense like fun fun (laughs) (laughs) me and my friend coming from uh because she went to school in north carolina and the dudes that we talked to lived on, in the same little area. So she would come from North Carolina, pick me up in Rock Hill, because I was still 18 at the time. And we'd drive back to the country. And one day, one night, we ain't had no business coming home that weekend. Nobody knew we was coming home but the dudes. And I just ran out of fucking gas, and it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Sun fun. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, that's some wild times. Those are my biggest influence. My friends. I love them. I love them. Still love them. Alright, that's it. You had anything else that you want to talk about? Um <laughs> <laughs> No. Um are you still like you said you still friends with I'm still friends. Am I I only have I'm not friends with, like when I when I say friends, I take the friend word very serious because I've been burned by a quote unquote friend. So I'm still cool with a a handful of people that I graduated with. Like I think Leslie, yeah, Leslie's probably the only person right now 
and my my best friend now she she graduated a year ahead of me, so we've known each other since five. Mm. So yeah, I'm still friends with her, but Leslie, I still I just text Leslie yesterday, and Chantel, she stays in North Carolina. I don't see her as often as I want to, but yeah. um yeah, how about you? You friends with everybody? Yeah, um we had like a we call ourselves a wolf pack. <laughs> Um, and it wasn't even after the hangover thing, because that wasn't out. It was after mm. the, the wrestling group, the, the, like the NWO Wolfpack. Um, and it was funny, because I was the only one that watched. <laughs> but, um, yeah, all of my, um, we had three of them went to, in the military. Damn. Um, and so I was the only one that, like, stayed home. Mm. And um, so um, one, he stays in Florida now. The other one stays in California. Mm. He's out of the military, but his wife is stationed there. Mm-hmm. Um and then another one he um he he did he didn't resign so he um he's here um he stays like around the corner mm-hmm. so we talk a lot more than the other than I do with the other ones but we don't even call each other friends like we call each other brothers like mm-hmm. we just a band yeah, of brothers um but yeah like we they all like settled down had their kids and stuff I was the one that. I'm the one that every time we talk is, you know, a man who finds a wife. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but it's everybody is. I mean, it's funny because we all, the conversations may have changed about like what we're doing now, um, but the characters we still the same. They they know not to come at me because I'm a, I'm a roast to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna but, say Leslie is my friend. I shouldn't say she. Um, and then there was another I just don't guy talk to her often. Um, who I grew up in the neighborhood. So we had our own. Um, his name was Tim. Um, but we don't really like we don't talk as much as that. Mm-hmm. But um, like we run into each other from time to time, and we friends on Facebook, and we support each other like yeah businesses stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I don't. I'm not too close like i know like i'm facebook friends with people yeah i'm still facebook yeah, friends and, um, One i just i never had hate in my heart so like yeah it's not that i don't like people it's, it's just, just you, you life yeah. happening you just like yeah because like me and leslie we i've known leslie for a minute before high school like we grew up together but in high school we got close it, and after high school, we were close, but um, just working and taking care of my family, I just don't. We don't spend as much time. I think it. I think it. It. It says a lot when you have your friends with somebody for that from that time period to now, mm-hmm. um, because with all of them, um, except for probably Derek, we went through moments of where it tested our friendship. Um, growing pains, you know. <laughs> I got so, the one I ain't talked to. I saw her once. The one I fell out right before. I mean, it was like literally re- weeks prior to us <laughs> graduating. We fell out and I ain't see her at all. But I saw her once when I was working at Walmart. And I ain't seen, I don't know, on social media. I I don't. I was like, anybody talk to that girl? <laughs> like, she ain't came to the 10-year class reunion or anything. And I'm like... The fuck, yeah. and then we don't even do that. Like we, I don't think we. I can't remember. I can't tell you like when the last time any one of us went like homecoming like that. Like yeah, it's like if we did it, we probably would all go together. But nobody's done it. Like I haven't. Yeah, I haven't gone to any homecoming. So yeah, so I did go to my class reunion. That was us at eighteen. 
Um, hope y'all enjoy this uh ride back in time. <laughs> um, we I learned some stuff about Vic that I didn't know, and I'm pretty sure I did also. <laughs> um, so we are gonna get to our spotlight segment, and uh, you know we always like to keep the conversation going. So when we post this, y'all hear this. Um, just let us know what you was like if your changes that you've been through, did it match what you, your dreams were? Um, how did you change? Did something happen that you had uh, hoped for or wish um, that came true? All right, it's that time we're gonna do the spotlight. Um, we figured we're gonna stick with the theme of the show. So our spotlight is gonna be a Sagittarius that uh, pretty much grew up um in front of the world so victoria let's break it down and reveal who that is first of all no sense wanted to do britney spears but i told him to go look at instagram britney spears instagram and she's lost it um, <laughs> <laughs> she's going through something i'm right not now. putting down a female i'm sorry do you i will that's fine <laughs> just not it doesn't matter whether she's black i don't white. know she's still a woman. what's going on somebody Color, uh, Sagittarius. We even send know. out positive vibes for Brittany. Yeah, send out positive vibes for Brittany. Pray um, for her, fix her a sandwich. Even whatever. though we picked the even equal hot mess, but hey, I like. She still has redeeming qualities today, I guess. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna. Um, uh, this week's spotlight is Miley Cyrus. She was born Destiny Hope. Now that's some country ass shit. <laughs> Destiny Hope Cyrus. She's a November Sagittarius. She was born on November 23rd, 1992. She's an American singer, songwriter, actress, and television judge. She um, sings pop and country pop. And she tried with some hip hop because of uh, bangers. Like, 23. Don't... It was 23, right? I don't know. With Juicy J? Yes. So don't judge me. Bangers. I, I like that, and I actually was listening to that last week, like blasting it in the house, like the whole album. Bangers is my shit, though. But you, I mean, it works when you have lower expectations. You know what I'm saying? It works when you have bomb ass producers too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> when, when nobody expects it from you, and you get people who are good behind you, it can work. It was a lot of auto tuning, but um, <laughs> it's, it and still, I I love the album. It helped me during my um, divorce, actually. <laughs> Um, even like the future song on there, and that's that's that says a lot. That's probably the only future song I like. Uh, Miley Cyrus was uh married to Liam Hensworth, the sexy Thor Thor brother. <laughs> you can get it now. Uh, they broke up recently, and it was funny as fuck watching her. Uh, just like a Sagittarius, run straight to, to a woman and. Like and openly, <laughs> all this PDA and shit. Um, we know her best from Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. You know the white girl, Hannah Montana. Uh, she was on. Well, her father is Billy Ray Cyrus. Achy breaky heart. Achy breaky heart. Yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. She was a judge. What she was a judge off of? Wikipedia ain't. I didn't know she was on Bolts. Oh, The Voice. She was on The Voice. Yeah, you know they go through judges. Like yeah, they crazy. do. I remember she was on Black Mirror. Have you seen the episode of Black Mirror? 
Can we not? We do this every episode. I don't watch. This on Netflix. It's episodic though. Oh yeah, it is true. You should still watch the one when the. I dude. still haven't watched Orange Is the New Black. I'll watch everything after I finish Orange Is the New Black. Okay, well, what are so you watching now? So from now on, that's what you ask me. What are you Did watching? Movies. We watched Queen and Slim the other night. <gasps> Did you like it? You liked it. I cried. And I went. I took myself to a movie date. And watched it. That's probably why I was crying too, because I ain't had nobody to talk to about it. But me and this. It started an argument. Not an argument, but. Why? Because I said I wasn't going to, like, if they shot her, like, I just was like, I'm going to turn myself in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I'm going to. The way they shot her, <laughs> I would have said, <laughs> I mean. Mm-hmm. I just like I I would have our day in court <laughs> like that's what I would do I would live for that, but and then it just certain things in the movie like didn't like when they went they forgot their wallet in the car and then they went back to the car and then they forgot the money again it's like come on dude like, yeah they pissed me off like y'all, yeah. y'all acting like these white people in a scary movie like y'all doing dumb shit and then like you had all this time to get but y'all had to stop to the club and you had to stop to have sex it's like. Y'all trying to lead the country, like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, it was it was a good Bonnie and Clyde type thing, and it, it did. It was a lot that you know, it's not going to be reflected in another movie, you know, um, right? Like the cop letting them go, you know, it was things that that's how it is. Like a black cop would want to mm-hmm. in that circumstance. They they are conflicted. Mm-hmm. Um. But on that, it's a good movie. It's just like I said, it was just little side things that could just kind of could have been better. Yeah, it was like you know that's not real. Like she, Tashana was upset because of when they unbraided her hair, and she was like, "You supposed to cut with a hair in? Like, why would you take all that time?" Like, <laughs> and uh, yes, I I remember saying that the same thing in the movie. Yeah, right. Because yeah. I was like, "Why her hair? She's bald. Like, what what was the purpose of?" <laughs> Ain't nobody about to sit here and unbraid no damn braids. Like that's that's trying and it and it happened in at the night. Nah, that yeah, no, taking our yeah. braids take a long ass time. So yeah, so yeah, I don't we um we watch mainly movies. I don't really now Tashana will watch something. I think she's she's going back and watching house. Like she had watched like the last up like the last few seasons, so mm-hmm. now she's going back. Like she'll watch stuff like that. But I just I'm not an episodic person, like I got it. I'd watch a movie or a documentary. Mm. I haven't gotten into... Um, I'm going back and watching... Uh, She's Gotta Have It. I think... You seen the that meme? Yeah, you seen that movie was like... I mean, that meme that was like... um, People with anxiety watch stuff that they already seen because they already know. I think that's um, me because I've tried, you know, like four times to watch... That's Tishana. She watches... Like, she'll watch like old um, Different Worlds and stuff like that. Yeah. I've been trying to watch Joker for the past two weeks. I can't stand two weeks. I have to... I, I can't stand no... It doesn't add no excitement. And I have anxiety, but it just it doesn't reflect on that part. Hmm. Um, now, I watch something knowing the ending, but... Don't I, I don't want to be one of those people that quote every line. Like, hmm. I, I love it, especially when you start saying back in the days, I was like, I got to go home and watch The Wood now. Like, the Wood? Oh, The Wood? What? The Wood. How did... Back in the days, that's the first song when it comes on. Oh, yeah. I don't watch movies over and over again. I'm going home and watch The Wood, so... <laughs> and I know that damn movie works no, for like, <laughs> right, Like, now, because, like, um, like, this COVID is getting worse... Um, we started doing like our own like type of date 
night thing where I'll pick a movie mm-hmm. and then she'll pick a movie. So like, if it's something that I'll rewatch, it's like something because I think it's something that she should like. We watch Straight Outta Compton, but I only had watched that one time before. I only watched it once. I didn't want to watch it again. But like, she didn't know the story behind it, and so if you, I mean, if you look at the movie, it's pretty much it's it's like Tupac. Mm-hmm. What they was talking about and what was going on still. Do you like watch seeing Tupac? No, I'm saying the I mean, like the listening to Tupac music, like okay. what he raps about is still relevant. Mm-hmm. And so what was going on in that movie was still relevant. Mm-hmm. So that's why I chose that movie. Um, but yeah, but that was like my first time watching it since it came out. So it's not like I, all I could quote was the Bafali. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just don't. I'm not with all of that. And we just. Forgot about Molly Cyrus. Yeah, as, um, we digress back on Molly. Molly, <laughs> uh, just keep doing your thing, girl. <laughs> Power to the Sagittarius. Stop. Um, get you some butt injections before you go twerking them, on married men. Shaking that t- them ch- them chicklets and cutlets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was horrible. I'm glad she got over that, but um. Yeah, she would, you know, that that's crazy. She get, got over that, but, you know, Chris and Michelle, which is also a Sagittarius, has not gotten over the whole Trump thing. Like, y'all, black people ain't shit. Like, y'all won't let, y'all let Molly and everybody live, but black woman, boy. What? Huh? Chris and Michelle. I'm like Molly overcome, came that. What? The chick, the chicklet swinging on them, the married man. Okay, what did. I was just thinking about Christette Michelle. She got uh, everybody dragged her for singing that Trump's inaugural, um, whatever the ball. Well, that's because they say she wouldn't get her race. Miley didn't go. She just did something that was stupid. That was, I mean, but still. Anyways, <laughs> cut that shit. City going crazy. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. <laughs> I can't stand trying. So we're ready to get into our top five. Uh, no sense. Hit us with a, with your number five or whichever way you want to go. Um, that was not me. <laughs> I'm childish. <laughs> you don't even know what the top five is about. Oh my bad. <laughs> so our top five is uh, um, advice. Top five advice. Do you say that plural? I don't know. Um, our advice that you, we would give our younger selves. So, tell us, man. Tell us. What right. you gonna tell uh, us? I'm about to post a bunch of pictures of me when I was a, 18. I was fine. Oh, <laughs> still is. I would choose uh, North Carolina School of Arts. Oh. Um, that was an opportunity that I was given um, before I went to my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't take it because, like you said, I didn't want to miss anything. So I didn't mm-hmm. want to miss, like, my prom, which I didn't end up not going to that prom anyway. Why? Because um, I was just in a new relationship, and I'm a rebel, so I didn't want to go to something that everybody else was going to. So I swear we'd be rebels without a cause. <laughs> like, what sense does that mean? <laughs> this last conversation it was just like, about I'm not about to pay. I'm not about to pay this money to do, go someplace that everybody else at. It's so like we went to see Jason versus Freddy or Jason goes to hell. Some horrible movie. I wanted to go with my um, ex-boyfriend, but he had told a ninth grader that he was going to go with him. I was girl. like, what kind of fuck-ass shit? Yeah, I didn't go until the next year. I was with the same girl, but I went to her senior prom. 
Oh man. Um, so yeah, but I would have chose that simply because that's one of those things. It's not a regret. Was almost like where, like really, like where would I be if I would have chose to do that? First of all, I would have went to University of North Carolina, mm. um, which um, that's where Samuel Jackson went for. Really? Yes. Um, Fellow Sash, Sash gang, gang, gang. <laughs> so um, just it. And I think at that point, I had felt, because I had rapped and started writing, mm-hmm. I had kind of, I wouldn't say I felt out of love with acting, mm-hmm. but I started seeing other avenues, so I didn't mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've always, that's always been like a big what if. Like, what if I would have done, like, would I have been doing something more in acting, or mm-hmm. where would I have, you know, where would I have ended up? That's interesting. So I think I would have told my younger self, go ahead. It's only four years. Like, damn, I should have listened to my uh, my brother told me to go to USC instead of go to Rock. He was like, "Ain't nothing in Rock Hill, Vic," and I was like, "But I want to <laughs> go." And then I got homesick, and I ended up home. You know, just quitting to go home. So I should have went to USC. Maybe I would have actually stuck it out. Mm. That's it for that one. Yeah. So my number five was um, this ain't in any order. Yeah, mine isn't. So um, one of my advice I would give my younger self is to not. Oh, no, it's a... I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> I'm dyslexic. Um, no, it's a complete sentence, meaning when you say it. Uh, I remember... I don't know even what, that, if that's suitable. Like, because I remember I was just... I was headstrong then. And I, I was self-righteous and I had a very strong moral code. So, like, I remember cutting everybody off. Now, I, I got to think. I don't know. Yeah, I guess later on, that advice would have been uh, helpful. I wrote this last night, intoxicated, so <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but yeah, no, because even, yeah, I should have, yeah, no, 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 no. And you keep saying, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, no, saying no and learning how to say no would have been very helpful because, um, I got myself in some hot shit. By saying yes. Yeah. I should have said no. Should have said no. Even though you meant to say no. You just said I yes. said yes to Be something. Nice. Uh, drinking and I almost got raped. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it went left real fast. No like, means no. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have been drinking with a whole group of niggas. <laughs> and knowing good and well that I ain't, I ain't had no tolerance. I thought I was a big dog. And yeah, I should have said no to the alcohol. But go ahead, carry on. <laughs> All right. Um, my next one is uh, don't hurt that girl. Um. Oh. And I say that because when I was eighteen, I got into a relationship which pretty much affected who I am now a lot because we were together for close to ten years. Oh, you too? Yeah. Um, and we were in a... We were playing grown-up relationship when we were mm. still kids. Mm. And so, um, I always say that I learned how to treat a woman because I lost a woman by not treating her right. <laughs> no, but, but that that's what I took from it, but... At the same time, we hurt each other so much over that time, over those years, that it felt like it was 
like we were supposed to be hurting each other and we still stay together. Oh yeah. And so it affected us even after we broke up. So you was in a ten year relationship at eighteen after that? I mean And from eighteen yeah. Me too. So yeah, I would I would do that. And like I said, I, I would put don't hurt. So I would have been better. I didn't I'm not saying that we should still be together or that's what I want. Mm-hmm. But just that pain for both of us mm-hmm. um it it wasn't healthy. Um, so I would have been like, you know, if you're going to do this, be honest about this. If you're, if this is not what you want, then say this. Like, it was a lot of, um, irresponsibility in that relationship. Um, and it was give and take on so many different levels that it just drained both of us. Mm. Um, and so I think it affected, it changed our outlooks for a while. I don't know what we have wanted in future relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it just hurt. It was a hurt that stayed with both of us for a long time. Fuck yeah. That's one of mine's on there. Not in that, the nice way. Don't hurt them, girl. <laughs> like, don't hurt that nigga. Nah, it's like, leave that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to jump. That's all you had? For yeah, that one? I mean, because, yeah, I just, because, like, I mean, I've said, me, we've talked, like, because we grew, mm-hmm. you know, we were both growing, and that it was a very big part of who we are today. Oh, most definitely. Um, so I yeah, I just wish. I'm not saying I'm. I didn't wish it would have ended the way. Well, yeah, I wish it wouldn't have ended that way. Mm. I wish we were more mature in how we ended it. How mature you thought you was gonna be at twenty in your t- <laughs> like huh? you don't your but fully saying, brain don't fully develop twenty five. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like right. if I was able to go back, right, I would and know what just, you know yeah, now. And just okay, tell I'm about myself to say, like you don't want to do it this way because you're not gonna get over it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like tell me about it. <laughs> Still dealing with the effects <laughs> of the eighteen year old making decisions, <laughs> my nigga. So yeah, so that that's what and um and I. Yeah, as much as I advocate for for women now, um, yeah, I would. Those are like, the results back, of that. <laughs> could be. I mean, it's probably a big part of that. Um, <laughs> uh, I hate seeing. Uh, I hate seeing women cry, and it doesn't have to be like my friends. Like are I hate seeing y'all. <laughs> no, it just because she was she was very proud. Like she was very powerful. Mm. Um. So for her to cry, I know that I messed up like bad. So like now, it's like I don't know what to do at that point when mm-hmm. I see them because I've done everything in my power not to make that happen. So yeah, it, it like I said, it taught me a lot in how to move in future, but it was a hell of a way to learn. <laughs> 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 yes. I get it. I can relate to that. My next one, I wrote, uh, learn who your parents are before forming a decision about their choices. I was on the deep shit last (laughs) night. I was on my deep shit last night. So, um, I talked about, I talked about my dad making the choices. Like I was pissed off with him, um, at 18 because he wouldn't help me out with my senior fees. Um, because he was not, I have to be clear. My daddy was not around <laughs> at all throughout my childhood. Um, he uh, fantasized about raising me, and I think he's only taking in, in consideration the, the very brief time 
in between one to maybe four. <laughs> like, I, I'm I'm serious. He probably could not remember. He he's never been to any parent teacher conference. He's never been to a concert I had. Never been to any event that I had in school. Or he couldn't tell you who my second grade teacher was. Like none of that. But um, now it's a 32 year old parent of two children. <laughs> And have um, experienced my mom's death, I know that my parents did the best that they could. And 18-year-old me, I was, even though I was pissed off at my daddy, I was equally pissed off at my mom because she had just got a new boyfriend. Well, no, Buck was around for a good five, six years by then. But still... From all this time, you told us that you ain't need no man, and you bust up with a man. Like, <laughs> I took that person. <laughs> Grow up. I know, <laughs> right? Oh, my God. No, but this is, this is the thing I always talk about when it comes to me in relationships. My mom was in, she was a teenage mother, and she um, got married and divorced because her husband was abusive to her. Um and I'm sure it was some other shit that happened, but that's one of the biggest things. But by the time she had me and my sister, when she was my age now, 32, 31 when she had me. So by the time she had us, me and my sister, she tried to protect us away from all of her relationships. And not actively, she did her best. She did her best. And now, and then I wish I could understand that they are people first. Before they were my parents, they were people. And I... I judged my mom and my dad both. Um, I was a brat. Fucking brat. A small fucking brat. Because <laughs> I got everything I wanted. Still do, but I didn't recognize them as, I didn't see them as people. I just saw them as my parents. And I felt personally attacked by their decisions. And then I realized as a parent now, it wasn't even about me. Like they were doing their best. They were trying to figure it out with the shit that they had. My mom's dad died at 11. Like she had, she didn't know what a, a real relationship, a man was supposed to be like. Um, and she chose this boy. She was on some Will and Jada, some Will and August shit. Like. <laughs> you have access to the Okay. <laughs> the motor must reset. <laughs> no, I, no, she went. She, my dad was ten years. Is ten years was ten years younger than my mama. So, um, my dad ain't had no business being nobody's daddy. Like he wasn't. He was twenty one. Like and out here. So, yeah. Yours next. Um. I would tell my younger self to own your work and mm. keep copies. <gasps> Nigga, get out my head. <laughs> get out my head. Um, and that's because like I look back on like when I said I wrote a play, like I wrote a play to the point where we like what we did at, at the school was everybody wrote a play and then you wrote a scene. I mean you performed a scene mm -hmm. in front of um like the visitors, like that's the day my teacher came. Um, well, for the reading, because my play was so intricate, we had two days. Mm -hmm. And the first day was everybody else reading a scene from their play. Mm -hmm. And then the second day was everybody doing my play in its entirety. Um, okay. Because of the fact that it was, everybody was so intertwined. Each character was so intertwined with the main character. Mm -hmm. 
that to understand what was going on, you had to read, you had to go through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I gave that play away. Like I pretty much gave it to somebody to turn it into a role act, um, and never got credit for it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I don't have a copy of it now. Mm -hmm. So um, things like that, like ownership, and even now, like when you know, I say like I won't compete. With, because you can't copyright jokes, right. so I'm not going to compete. So somebody online, so somebody can steal my work and do it on stage. Mm -hmm. So I, I know now, like knowing about like your work and how to make sure that you get your credit, and always, you know, even like there are ways that I keep tabs on my jokes. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there there's notebooks, there's phone. Uh, files mm -hmm. where I can go back um, my poetry all mm -hmm. of that I have different copies right. um, because the worst thing is is knowing is if somebody asks you you know you know I got this show and it pertains to this mm -hmm. would you like to perform and knowing I had a piece mm -hmm. but now I can't find it man um <laughs> so that was the that would that would be one thing is just own it um and make sure that you have an available copy um I swear that was that's not my next one I had on my list, but that was damn sure. You done took like two of mine on high key. Um, yeah, I I I was not in. Um, I didn't know my potential of writing back then. Like I had specific teachers and specific moments in my life in school where I remember being compliment on my writing, and I already knew <laughs> I threw something together and I'm like getting hundreds <laughs> and I'm like oh my god this you wrote this I'm like it's just I really literally did this last night like <laughs> um even though I had like a month to, to prepare and I I knew I would I, I journal I as far as I can remember I could I, I'm always writing I've always wrote and um I got I got on newspaper for the same reason. I wanted to be a journal. I wanted to be a journalist, but I'm like I have a calling to be a teacher. Um, so self righteous, <laughs> like it's. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, writing has always been something that I did for um, like these two tie in together. Like my next one was your feelings matter. Um, but then the whole writing thing, it because I couldn't, I wasn't very verbal. I was very shy. I was um, always conscious of the dynamic between my sister and I. And I got a lot of praise for being, I don't even call myself extraordinary. No, my friend always used to tell me, like, you be trying to act regular when you ain't regular. Stop, stop trying to be, I ain't regular. I, I was being extraordinary. My sister was that sounds bad regular like she was like she had issues in school she didn't like school she didn't give a shit about school she just her grades reflected like I didn't give a shit either but it, it still I absorbed a lot of stuff and I always tried to dim my light because I didn't want my sister to feel the way and that uh that followed me throughout my adulthood I, I struggle with this shit now what um the 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 rest the 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 wife in the black couple that I tell you is like my black couple the wrestling couple gold Bianca mm -hmm. Belair she did the same thing what um because she just graduated from like University of Tennessee mm -hmm. um 
Texas, Longhorn, yeah. Mm-hmm. She would um, do 400 push-ups before school so she wouldn't have, like, to make people at school, like, feel better. Right. Which, that's how much work that she was putting in. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Like, and, if and I actually... the same reason. I, if I wanted to apply myself, like, had I actually applied myself, the, the, I knew how great I was. But my... the Even the, me being in top 25, I could have been in... <laughs> I could have been better than that, but I was—I didn't want to outshine my sister, and that has been a source of struggle <laughs> in our dynamic up until today. And um, I want me to know at eighteen that my feelings matter. I don't have to dim my light to make anybody. That's not—that was a not my feelings. I took on the role of parent. Um, out of obedience it's like look out for your sister and mm-hmm. i took that shit that role seriously yeah. and in that i regressed myself a whole lot and i'm like your feelings matter victoria because back then i was like i ain't got no motherfucking feelings what feelings like nah only my journals knew um what was what was up what's your next one can i talk about how petty i am Sure. Because you were saying like how when you was writing and people the best compliment that I ever got as far as writing mm-hmm. was my homeboy came to visit me a couple of years ago. Um I thought I got went into the hospital and stuff. And in our English class mm-hmm. we would always do if they gave us something like our own choosing, I would pick why Tupac was the best mm-hmm. and he would pick why Bicky was the best. And we would write about it. Mm. And um, one day, in that same day that we were in the car, a Tupac song came on. I was like, what are you, why are you listening? He said, I finally will admit it. Mm. He was right. And it was just like, yes. Like, that's how petty was. Like, that right there was better than any teacher could say. Right. <laughs> You're like, you admitting that I was right the entire time. But I digress. Um, but my number four is don't overspend. Mm. Um I was making good money. Um, I wouldn't say I was making the money that I am now. Mm -hmm. Um, But for my age Mm -hmm. at the time, I was making good money. And I was, I didn't invest in myself. Um, I didn't save anything. Like, if I saw something, I just bought it, like, without a care. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I should have. I would have told myself, like, invest in yourself. Like, right. do this. This will pay off in the future. Um, but would you have listened? Because a lot of people gave me good advice when I was 18, and I did not listen at all. But if I would have told myself. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, we I, were, I was a rebel without a cause <laughs> if I, for if sure I, if at my, 18. If I came to me, I would have listened. Yeah, you're right. Cause um, I had a, I remember having an epiphany about my boyfriend. <laughs> like I like God told me to break up with that nigga. Like, <laughs> um, I, God God showed itself himself at the time. Um, I mean, and it me. was even times where I was, um, doing like you know working on the table, making cash money, like mm-hmm. bank money, mm-hmm. and uh, I you know I didn't think like investing this or saving this like. And it just, I would, yeah, I would definitely go back and say, learn how to spend money. Manage your money. Yeah. I wish I had to learn at 18, too. 
I didn't put that on my list, but I damn sure wish I had two hats. Because now I'm like, I, it ain't no hope. <laughs> but then I'm like, it, it gotta be. I'm too. Uh. Mm. My next one. Uh, Is this your last one? You combine them? No, I'm. Yeah, I will. Breeze, I, I guess. Um, I don't know. I. <laughs> <laughs> Back to no. If you can, I wrote. If you can speak it, write it down and keep it. Like that was my thing. Um, Cause I I have journals that I have not seen in God knows when. And mm-hmm. I remember my sister was like, "Y'all want this stuff out your closet?" Cause me and my sister shared a room. And I was like, "Nah, throw away everything." And I'm like, "Why the fuck did I tell her to do that?" Why after my mom died, she was cleaning up the house and stuff, and I was like, "Why the fuck did I, like who knows?" Because I just went back a couple of weeks ago, earlier this month, um, to a journal I had when I was going through my divorce, and I found up a fire in that shit. <laughs> I was like, "Bruh," I started. Why the fuck? Let me let me post this shit on Instagram. Sound all deep, like <laughs> like yes, I I agree with you. Um, keep it. My ne- last one was to love the boys, but leave them where you find them. Victoria. Uh, they belong to the streets. They belong to the motherfucking streets. <laughs> where you find them dogs on, on the streets, leave them motherfuckers there. Because they don't mean you no good, girl. They karmic relationships. Let it go. You, you're dating your father. Keep it moving. <laughs> Keep it moving. My last one um, is probably my only regret on here. Um, the other things is just lessons learned, so I had to chop that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it's spending time with my baby brother. Uh, and the big thing, I think, when he was born, I was in governor school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, there was, I was, oh, I couldn't I be there. I that for my sister too. We're ten years apart, and she swear I don't like her like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, it's just the age difference. <laughs> like we don't, we can't do the same thing. But like, so I wasn't. He was the only sibling that I wasn't there like when he was born Mm. I was at the hospital for all of my other siblings um and just like you said it's an age difference and so I see why me and my my brothers are older than me but it just as they were growing up I wasn't there as much as I was for the other ones Mm -hmm. um and so I and I don't feel like I'm not like, I don't love him any less or anything like that. Or I don't... It's not like I think of the other ones and then, oh, I forget. Like, it's nothing like that. Right. Um, it's just, I wonder, like, could we... Like, the time that we didn't. Like, yeah. I just regret not spending. So, like, you. his senior year, I think I made it to all but, like, two basketball games. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to make an effort. To do something that I've never done with, like, my other brother. Like, I would go to some of his games, but I never. So, like, I was there. Like, it got to the point where people who knew my parents knew me because I was going to be at the games. Like, mm-hmm. so that that would have been it. Just make sure that you were there. Because um, with him, it's like he was little and then he was big. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't see him grow. Um but and it, it changes now, of course, because he's older. So we have our own communication now. Right. I don't have to go through my parents. Um, but that that was that would be it. Um, that and that's that's like the only regret in my life. Um, Damn, you doing good. I mean, I I just feel like everything else is a lesson. That um, don't mean I don't regret that. <laughs> but, <laughs> 
but I always with all of my siblings, um, I just feel like we all, you know, like most people would be like, it's the middle child and like all of my siblings, I feel like we just have our own connection. Um, and so I just wish that me and him were able to, our connection was sooner. Mm, I can see that. So yeah, so it's, it's almost like a, a guilty thing that I, I, I like I, that stays with me when it comes to him. Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to do better. That's all you can do. Yeah. All right. That's it. I don't think there's anything else besides, um, like, I, I, what prompted me for this show is my my sister, my youngest sister, the one that we're 10 years apart, and my niece, where they're both 10 years younger than I am. And they both um, posted on Facebook, who's like, um, Women in uh, people in the 30s, they give you some type of advice for um, girls in their 20s. And I posted for my sister and for my my niece, both like um, buy property, pay your bills on time, <laughs> like learn your when you ovulate so you cannot have babies and um, get off birth control. Uh, break some fucking hearts. I do regret not breaking more hearts because I was in a lot. I mean, I was like, I was locked down from nineteen eighteen ish to twenty nine eight for ten years. I was locked down, and I was faithful. Why would you want to break other people's hearts? So I wouldn't have to do it in thir- when I'm thirty. <laughs> Stop. We'll see y'all next week, man. Some be toxic. Why I can't be toxic? Niggas is toxic. In the 20s, in the 20s, this, you're not an adult. We are ending the show. Love. Peace. <laughs> and so. <laughs> Believe in yourselves. Dream. Try. Too good. Don't you mean do well? No, I mean do good. Do good.